astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. We are here the week of Halloween. Yay. (laughs) One of my favorite holidays. Yes. And we will be talking about Scorpio season today. I know. I love it. I love it. You know, Halloween, there couldn't be a better holiday for the sign of Scorpio, right? Yep. Yeah, we've talked about that in the past, about how the holidays that fall into each of the zodiac signs is very reflective. Like, what can you learn about the zodiac sign by studying the holidays that fall into a that lot. season. Yeah. A lot. You know, I think of uh, New Year's Day as Capricorn when people are setting a bunch of new rules for themselves. Yeah. Uh, you can think of a Valentine's Day and Aquarius, uh, which, you know, we're kind of all looking for that an- announcement, that Cupid's arrow shooting at us. It's, it's very... Uh, or the biggest drinking holidays fall into Pisces season. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. So let's talk about Halloween and what can we learn about Scorpio season by kind of yeah. dissecting I, Halloween. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, Scorpio, I think, is known for being maybe doing things that sometimes that are risque or that are very blunt on some level. But I mean, what about a holiday that gives you permission, mm-hmm. gives you permission to put a crazy mask on or, you know, wear something daring or bold or sexy you know, there is no limits. There is no limits on this holiday for how you might present yourself and get away with it. Right. Right. Yeah, you might have like fake blood on you. You might be carrying a weapon. Things yeah. that are totally out of nature for yeah. maybe who you actually are. Right. But you could also go get a tarot reading on Halloween, you know, or, or, or give a tarot reading. You know, that would be like, yeah, yeah, that's what you do in Halloween type of thing. Where other days it could almost, for some people be sacrilegious very true i this is october is always my busiest month for tarot readings yeah and i usually am booked out like every weekend doing parties out and it's amazing because someone will hire me for their party mm-hmm. and you know when people sit down uh, most of the time they'll offer oh, i've never done this before yeah. this is my first time you know don't don't pull any scary cards for me or something so it's just interesting how many people you know at a str- not a st- they're not at a stranger's house at a friend's house right. are just gonna sit down with a stranger that they right. didn't they didn't scout me out right the people at the party only the person that hired me so yeah. you know it was a turning point in my life the first tarot tarot reading i got and it was a party okay that i had organized i needed some entertainment so someone told me about this lady who reads these something called tarot cards okay okay i hired her for the party i sat down for the reading at the very end of the night after all the guests had uh, done their reading and she said and maybe it was a hook but she read a few things to me and she goes you need to come and have a full reading done she goes you have so much going on and so oh I did exactly what she said (laughs) you know I booked her in and it changed it changed my life okay 
changed my life. It opened up that whole world of symbolism, which I so loved. So even if it was a hook, you It was a hook. I <laughs> fell. I fell hook, line, and sinker for it. I can say that. Okay. But, um, you know, it's, it's a fun night. And it makes sense that people might be coming more for tarot readings in October because once we're in the sign of Scorpio, we're looking within. Mm-hmm. We want answers. I mean, psychology is associated with Scorpio. So yeah. I'm looking deeper, what's the real story? Yeah, like even like auditors yeah. would fall into Scorpio. Oh. And so like we could be auditing ourselves. Yeah, and researching, researchers, uh, surgeons, people that delve deeply into the body, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, police, enforcement, laws, people that see kind of the ugly side of people who are have transgressed the law sometimes in pretty terrible ways right well and so scorpio kind of rules the other side so we're talking about all these things that kind of lay beneath the surface Mm -hmm. um and so it is interesting for halloween we typically glorify death yeah right like people put cemeteries in their front yard yeah (laughs) yeah they lead with it or they have you know or i mean just looking at the table we're sitting at i have all these skulls that's, That's, you know what? That Yeah, you're right. I'm sitting here looking at skeletons and skulls <laughs> and uh, didn't think anything about it. Like, right. okay, and some, and some black roses. <laughs> right. yeah. Okay, but anyhow, it's in jest. It's fun. I think it's therapeutic. Um, and it does sum up what Scorpio is about. Yeah. They're not all what they appear to be sometimes. Correct. So when we um, look to like the symbol that rules Scorpio, obviously it's scorpion yeah right and that can make quite a bit of sense when you think that they're hard to see they're hard to find yeah a lot of people report oh i got stung by a scorpio in my house like not knowing that there was a scorpio scorpion in, in, scorpion yeah. sorry <laughs> yeah, exactly. scorpion in the home i've always been fascinated with the fact that the stinger is at the back yeah and then it comes up and over you know it really is interesting you just don't think, sometimes you think you're past it, you think you got around it, and then it, it has a reach there that you're just not anticipating the little creature to have. And we know this scorpions well here because we live in the desert. Right. And uh, I haven't ever been having a lot of them, but, you know, uh, I know, you know, Tyler had them big in his house for a while. Yeah. They finally moved and think they're good now. But, yeah. you know, it's amazing. They do come right into your home. And I think one of the creepiest things is, you know, you get the ultraviolet light out and you look around in the dark to see. They glow. They glow in the dark. That's the kind of interesting thing as well. Uh, And then you find them on your ceilings. I know. I thought that was the creepiest of all. It's like they're kind of spying on you or something, (laughs) you know. They're going to drop down at any particular time. I know. Anyhow, that's a scorpion. Yeah. So when we talk about scorpions, I think we assume that they're on land. And so it's yeah. interesting when you look at the element of scorpion or Scorpio. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, that they're a water sign. Yeah. And so when you think like Pisces, okay, that's pretty obvious. It's ruled by the fish. Yes. We associate Pisces with being ultra sensitive. You think about ca- uh, cancers and they're the crab. Okay, crabs like water as well. Well, I think the key thing about the crab is that they live, a lot of them, yeah. so, some are in the water. You know, there's different species of them, but... Um, we associated the ones that are kind of like right on the shoreline. Right. Well, the one that come up for a walk on the beach, right? And then they maybe go back go in back. the water a little bit. Yeah. And, um, you know, that, that's interesting because that gives them that, 
they cover both worlds. Right. Right. A little duality there. The duality there, and oftentimes associated with psychic, empathic yeah. people. Yeah. And then you have the scorpion. Then it's like you did some research on it. They very interesting. They can live in water for forty eight hours. <laughs> they can yeah. like swim. Yeah. But we they do don't a... seek it. We don't. They don't seek it out. They're not going to. Oh, I'm going to hang out in the river now for a couple hours. No. Um, but it, I, yeah, it happens, and they fall in the pool. That's the big thing here in where we're at. Yeah. They fall in people's pools, and they can live. They can survive. So I think like when we were talking about this before we started recording, it was interesting because Pisces, the fish are like fully submerged in the water. Yeah. And if we associate water with the emotion, right. which we do, like kind-hearted, emotional, mm-hmm. all those things, Pisces is Pisces fully is there. submerged. Immersed. They can get really wrapped up into your problems or issues or their own. Yep. And then we have cancer that can kind of do both sides of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when we get to the Scorpios, it's almost like, are they being denied of it? Or is that why they have maybe more of a problem showing it? Right. Because they fit into the water sign, but Scorpios are always shown as, oh, they're gothic. They wear all black. You can't get a read on them. You know, maybe they're even come off a little cold, yeah. which doesn't yeah. sound at all like a water sign. No, no. So it is interesting. I like your idea that you, like Scorpios on some level are a little removed from that water. Right. They go deep, they hold, they contain, or they dam up their feelings, emotions, and maybe unconsciously, mainly, Mm -hmm. they redirect it into getting control of a matter. Okay. Like if I'm... I've taken a number of losses, people have messed with me a couple of times, you know, then the idea maybe I build up some attitude and now I'm going to execute, I'm going to get something done. We kind of, you know, redirect that emotion instead of just coming out and expressing it or crying in the moment. Yeah. We can damn it, I guess would be a simple maybe way of saying it. Yeah. The other thing is, is scorpions are like survivors. Um, we've talked about how you can like freeze a scorpion, scorpion. Yeah. And then freeze them. I mean, just for like, you know, hours, days. Yeah. And then you just unthaw them and they're fine. Um, (laughs) yeah, they're kind of a prehistoric, they're pre dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the scientists say, at least that they've been around before the dinosaurs. I'm trying to find it in my notes, but I'm, I don't see it right now, but did you say that they can go like a year without food? Yeah. Yeah. So very, yeah. like, resourceful. They, very resourceful. They get it done. They're known as being able to micromanage a situation. Oftentimes crises are oftentimes associated with. Um, and they have great comeback abilities. So oftentimes their story at one point, you're kind of feeling sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, that's a really sad story. And then you turn around maybe, now maybe five years later, and all of a sudden you're going like, how did they come back from that? How did they reinvent themselves? Yeah. So you could say that on some level, Scorpios take a little more. And I, I use the word dangerous. That sounds like guns and stuff like that. I don't mean that way, but they take a different path. They take a different path to get there. And a lot of people oftentimes think, oh my God, they're lost. Why are they doing that? Okay. I think they get a lot of unsolicited advice. I'd be curious if any Scorpios out there think they get a lot of unsolicited advice yeah. <laughs> because other people may be seeing them as, questioning why are you doing that or why are you wasting your time makes sense well i think just kind of analyzing the scorpion we got a lot of hints about 
maybe ha- that's how you guys kind of live out your life. Yeah. That, I mean, I think if it goes a year without food, like, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that is kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And that it can survive and get past it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Scorpio is associated with rebirthing, mm-hmm. going through crises, going through a touch-and-go situation and coming out the other side, or taking other people through those experiences. Yeah. So you understand you could have someone who is, who's who's will write a mortgage for you where they're walking you through this big crisis of buying a house. You know, they wa- they hold your hand as you go through the, the real estate agent. They hold your hand through it. Big deal. Well, and also anything that has to do with power or big monies. Big so even, monies, yeah, yeah, where there's a lot of trust. I'm going to give you ten grand, and you're going to do something for me for that. You know, that's a that's a Scorpio relationship. There has to be some sense of trust, and always that sense of, oh, maybe they're not trustworthy. You know, right. stretches right. us all a little bit. Um, Scorpios also love mysteries, and they can really step into the unraveling of mysteries. Yeah, loved. Um, I love know it. you said growing up you loved. Oh, Nancy, Nancy Drew. Drew. Oh my gosh, I was just a nut about you know. <laughs> Any mystery, I was there, so to speak. We yeah. actually, at one point, thought that, you know, a house in the neighborhood was haunted. <laughs> okay. And it was an old kind of Victorian-style house. And it was a good walk. You know, it's probably about a half-mile walk from my home. Okay. And we were going to go. And one afternoon, we got a girlfriend. We're going to go to the haunted house. And, you know, all we did is we, you know, you couldn't get on the property, the big right. fence. In those days, we're not, crawling, you know, we're yeah. not cr- climbing over a wrought iron fence to get in. And that was our that was our excitement for the day was walking by this haunted house. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> anyhow, it was fun. Well, and I feel like you still do that then through astrology that you love like the symbolism. You love like looking deep into the chart and just all the different interpretations. You know, I love that concept together. of linking years uh, to help people see what's happening now. Oh, maybe there's been a previous year in your life where you experienced something similar. If I could bring that to light. If I can nail the year that somebody, and they go, oh my God, that was the year this happened, and now it's, it is, it's happening again. Right. That to me is like pure joy. Right. Pure joy. <laughs> that can power me up for yeah. days, you know, making those connections. So yeah. I do like that. I love that. And speaking of Scorpios, I yeah. think um, Hillary Clinton is back in the news. Yes. And for kind of a good, I think a very good thing here, she teamed up with uh, Louise Penny. Uh, Louise is a Canadian mystery writer and she's like top drawer really very popular um and uh they they penned a book it's fiction okay but it's a mystery called state of terror state of terror and uh how perfect is that we were just i don't know if we mentioned her name last the other week when we were talking about uh saturn going direct and um She's a Scorpio, and we said, oh, time for a new business card. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because Saturn is squaring Scorpios as well. And um, yeah, well, and that example. Is. Now she's a writer, fiction that, writer. <laughs> that example knocks out a lot of things. It touches on the Saturn episode that we did um, a few weeks ago, and then also the idea that Scorpios like mystery. Yeah. <laughs> and that she's right. teaming up to write a book. So yeah. uh, right in time for that. Yeah, exactly. So that's... I just thought that was just a, a great example of a Scorpio reinventing themselves, being seen in a different light. And, you know, in the interview that I saw her in, she's laughing away. Mm. They said they had a body time writing this book okay. together. And it's like it was a kind of a racy side of Hillary that you were seeing yeah. compared to yeah, right, that the political, political side. role she played. 
So before we get into all the the full moon, new moon stuff, let's we do have some good news for Scorpios. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk about exactly. Jupiter Direct. So mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. the podcast that we launched October 11th talks mm-hmm. about Jupiter Direct. Um, so Jupiter is direct at this point for Scorpios. It's heading to your solar seventh house. Jupiter expands. It brings opportunities. It can be rather lucky. Um, can be good for growth. And so when it hits your seventh house of partnerships, um, could be great for romance. Could be very good for romance, opening up a clarification, generous partners, whether it's a romantic or whether it's just a friendship, generosity being shown to you. I oftentimes say with that energy that the neighbors can see that you're doing well. Yeah. Because it's, it's visible. This isn't like, oh yeah, I have been feeling positive lately. Right. No, no, this is like, oh, I look at look at the new car in your driveway. Oh, furniture truck is here. New furniture is coming into your life. Something where I always say the neighbors, the neighbors go, oh, she's doing fine. Yeah. They yeah. Can so see you something. look good from you the outside. You look good from the outside. Yeah. And usually that's very nice stuff going on. Yeah. Very good, by the way, if you have legal matters or just even an ethical. You know, trying to resolve something to have it done fairly, it's a great time to be pursuing that. Okay. So go for it. If you if you think you've been treated poorly in a situation, you know, you could ask for whatever you need, an apology, restitution, right? Yeah. It's a good time. So this will be really strong um, December 29th mm-hmm. through all of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So... But it does. It is already direct, so you could be feeling it already. But yeah, I like to work yeah. on that basis. That once it goes direct, you start you start seeing signs of it. Yeah, um, and then also if we go into 2022 in April, mm-hmm. we have uh, Jupiter and Neptune conjuncting, and very good for Scorpios for any sort of artistic expression, self-expression. So maybe a hobby that you've been working on. You're thinking, oh, maybe I should. Right. Open a Etsy shop, or maybe right. I should expand this. Mm-hmm. Um, that you might fall more into self during that time. Yeah, it would be a good time for that. Would be a very good time to be basically expressing yourself, putting your and maybe it's just decorating. You know, finally going. You know what? I'm going to paint that room that color that I've always wanted to paint it. Yeah. It's expression. Yeah. And feeling good about it. I like that. So um, before we start talking about the new moon and the full moon that will fall into Scorpio season, we thought we would give a little tip yeah. when it comes to the full moon. So if you're rather new to astrology and you're thinking, how do how do the astrologers always know what sign the moons are in? Or And of course you can Google it, you know, but if we're in Scorpio season and you look up and you see that the moon is full... Mm-hmm. A little tip is that it's always the full moon is always going to be in the opposing sign that we are in celebrating. Yeah. So you do need to know your opposing signs in order to right. figure that out. Right. And you know that's where the, that's where that baseline knowledge about astrology and the academy and the classes we offer do yeah. provide that you get the basics down. So there's no there's no excuse now. So when you're out driving at night and you're looking up and you're saying, oh my God, it's a full moon. You should be able to pretty quickly calculate in your head, oh, we're in Gemini. So that means the full moon's in Sagittarius. Yes. So it's a, it's, I've used that over and over and over in my life. Uh, when I first, when I got exposed to that, that's how simplistic it is to guess 
you know, where is that moon at? What sign is it? Yeah. And the new moon might be rather obvious, but because it's new, it's going to be in the same sign that we're in. Because yes. Because it's the new moon for that sign. Yes. So exactly. um, we'll have the new moon then in Scorpio on November 4th. Um, it'll be hitting at 12 degrees of Scorpio. Yeah. And it will be opposing Uranus. So yeah. um, we've talked about Uranus before, kind of unexpected, chaotic, can bring some kind of surprising news, something that we didn't necessarily see the outcome Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ahead of time and because it's with the new moon which would be associated with new beginnings yeah i would just encourage this is a if you get an invitation accept it go participate basically i would maybe challenge uh, uh scorpios in particular here you know but all the signs to try something new. say yes yeah, right. say yes that would be a, a do something that maybe you hadn't done before because you don't know where it's going to lead to with uranus True. If your birthday is around November 5th, um, the new moon will be conjuncting your sun. So there should be some sort of shift in your identity. And uh, because it's going to be activating this 12 degrees throughout the next few moons, um, it should be pretty strong through March of 2022. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, sometimes we say, oh, a change is coming in your life. And everyone always thinks, oh my God, the phone's going to ring. Someone's <sighs> going to come to the door. And all of a sudden my life is going to change. Well, Generally, we know life doesn't work that way. Usually there's lots of clues. Something happened. Oh, I went to this one event and then I met this person. Oh, then we had a coffee together. Then they meant they introduced me to a third person. And all of a sudden, whoa, then from that, then the story takes off, right? So right. it's a series of events. And that's when you said that what's happening, if you particularly have a birthday around November 5th, this is happening very strongly to you. So the 4th, the 5th, the 6th. Uh, where I'm saying, yeah, you, you, Kate, I'm just repeating what you said, yeah, by the way, okay. you know, <laughs> that you're encountering a, sh- a shift in your identity, what, who you are aligned with, how we would describe you. This is good news because it's not something shocking. It's not like oh, a series of terrible events are going to happen. No, it's a series of events that are nudging, pushing, getting you kind of in, in the queue to do something different or to have a new interest. Right. Yeah. So because we ta- we've, we've given you some words already today about Scorpio season, so when you think, okay, new moon, so it's a new beginning, in Scorpio, which we talked about all that diving deep, investigative, mm-hmm. going within, mm-hmm. you, I would even think if you've been thinking about going to therapy, oh. if you've been thinking about oh. um, trying a new meditation class, things that allow you to go within yourself... Or I could even say, oh, yeah, they've been putting off going to the doctor, attending to a medical. Yeah, this would be a perfect time to, you know, address something that might scare you a little bit. Right. Yeah. And that, well, that really opens up the whole can of worms when you go, <laughs> things that scare you. Yeah. So a few other words, um, even the idea of like tell your story. So, um, start to journal start to yeah, open, open up, up. <laughs> open up show those emotions or you know convey them or fuel them into some project yeah um and then like you already said say yes <laughs> say yes, say is yes. The, it would be the it would be the uh... and keep an open mind because mm-hmm. it is opposing that uranus it can be something that we didn't necessarily understand what the benefit could be or if it would apply to you or if it would be good or right there's like just that. a little bit of a surprise it's like a you know, I don't think you hear them too much anymore, but you used to be able to, um, a Lillian Vernon catalog from years okay. ago, you could always do a, 
a surprise. You know, you could pay X amount of dollars and they're going to send you a box of oh, all really? the products, a number of products, and you never knew what you were going to get. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that is November 4th. So mark your calendars, uh, new moon in Scorpio, November 4th. And then we will have the full moon in Taurus on November 19th. Yeah. So that's where that idea, we're in Scorpio season. The sign that opposes Scorpio is Taurus. So, um, and it will be opposing or trining uh, Pluto. Pluto. So I think that's a particularly nice one. You know, again, um, kind of one-on-one basics. Uh, the moon is considered exalted when it hangs out in Taurus, mm-hmm. meaning it performs really well and it provides some sense of security. So, of course, you might initially think, oh, this could be good for money. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to put a note on the full moon in that many times the, the storyline is already in play. Right. And the full moon itself is kind of the completion. I achieved this. So even though we made a point of saying, oh, November 19th, this is really going on, you know, the 30 days yeah. leading up to it. Yeah, it cycles. And so you may yeah. be trying to put, you know, input information into Quicken, so yeah. to speak, to understand, okay, how much money am I really making? Mm-hmm. Or you might have someone professional look at your investments or things of that nature. There's more focus on determining how much, how stable am I? How secure am I? And for some people, that could be, oh, I'm buying life insurance or, you know, or I'm opening a savings account, all different levels. Yeah, I'm getting financial advice. Yeah. 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 Or asking, asking for a raise or, you know, indicating I want, I need more, I want more. What can I do to step up to provide more value? Yeah. And we're saying a lot of those things because of that trying to Pluto. Um, mm-hmm. Full moon and Taurus can be very... Um, uh, like pampering, yeah, like very luxurious. I was thinking, mm-hmm. um, it is interesting that it falls um, over near the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, so the idea of the indulgence that happens, uh, you know, the extra desserts that we consume. Oh, that's true too. Uh, being yeah. surrounded by a lot of mm-hmm. friends mm-hmm. and family, mm-hmm. uh, typically. So full moon, November nineteenth. Uh, we talked about it last week. I don't know if it's something I'm going to repeat every time, but the full moon. <laughs> the light is bright. So it puts a spotlight on what you need to see. So if things kind of come to the surface around that time, we do say, take it seriously. Don't just brush it off that thinking, Oh, maybe that was just a one-off that we do think that the moon makes it. So you have to see it. Yeah. Okay, we are going to wrap up then Scorpio season with two tarot cards. Um, So this is the new format that we're doing with all of the seasons as we move forward. Uh, Last week, we uh, last week, last month, we started this with Libra season. And we have two cards today. And I think these are two of the most dreaded cards that come up. (laughs) Not for me, but like when clients see them, they freak out when they see these two cards. When you said client, new, new clients, sometimes they don't, don't pull any bad cards for me. These are the the two (laughs) that they don't want to see, even though we think we read them in a way to suggest that, you know, the person could potentially be on the verge of making big life changes. Yep. So we're going to talk about the death card today and the devil card. You know, last month we had said maybe if you related to those cards to use that imagery in your home. Mm-hmm. These ones, you might be a little more afraid <laughs> to use them, but right. because so. the imagery that is, 
it can it, can, it looks harsh it looks very uh, halloweenish it does <laughs> it's a you know depending upon what uh pack of cards you're looking at the, how they're designed what the images are you know it oftentimes has a skeleton and some sense of you know moving on moving through going to the other side death means we're done we're over we're moving on and that's how we like to think and that's where it evokes that scorpio energy of it's time to reinvent myself i need to move on yeah the death card rarely means physical death you're right i very seldom see very it. seldom um so it means the person is ready for it is what it it really says you are ready if, if you if someone sat down and they pulled the death card i said oh you are so ready to move on right now that I don't know, that could be a job. Mm-hmm. If once we read a little bit deeper, we might be able to put it in one area. But we don't initially. The card itself just says, "You're done. You've outgrown a relationship." There's an ending. There's an ending here. You're you're deeper into it than you even realize. Yeah. Or there's a rebirth. And then there'll be the rebirth. You're on the right track. Yeah. What do they say now? You're in the lane. Stay in your lane. Keep on that lane. Okay. I don't know. There's a okay. lot of stay in your lane conversations these days. There's a, there, yes, there yeah. Yeah. So the death card just means some sort of ending, some sort of transformation um, or rebirth that's happening. So let's mm-hmm. say that you are trying to move on from a relationship or a job and you're trying to think, I want to do it, but how can I do it? Yeah. You might kind of channel this death card. Um, put it you could display it in the home I wouldn't do that for long periods of time when we're no, talking about no. um, kind of just a cure to help motivate or you could you know take the card and put it in your journal and kind of use it as inspiration exactly it is it does have some immediate sense of oh I have to lose or I have to leave something behind in order to get something new mm-hmm. but when you compare it to going from you know middle school to high school or high school to college or you know single to married or you all, we all we're leaving lifestyles behind correct every time we make a major choice like that sure um and then the other card we have is the devil and again this can kind of look like some scary imagery yeah. um and i always think of it as like i always talk about you know did you go to did were you raised with religion mm. And, you know, you had these things that you were told, I can't, I can't do that, or you're going to go to hell. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. If you cuss, like, and I don't know if you had that experience in Catholic school, but I thought there was a good chance that I would go to hell when I was young because <laughs> the, the priest would t- make us feel so bad about being mean to our siblings or cussing or whatever <laughs> oh, it was. Yes. Okay. And so. I never thought I was going to hell. You didn't? I okay. Didn't. I, I, really I was really didn't. scared. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's my Scorpio coming now, okay. but I don't know. No, I okay. was I was a pretty goody two shoes though. Okay, well, I thought you I thought you were too. So I would not have been. But, I wasn't. I never prayed the gate doesn't go to hell. <laughs> I never prayed that because I never entered my mind. Okay, so my idea of the devil is like I was so attached to these thoughts because mm-hmm. I thought that's how it was. Wow. But when you get older, you realize those things maybe aren't true or they're not true to the extent that we thought. Right. And that's what's really apparent in the devil card is that there's two humans standing in front of the devil and they have chains on, but the chains are actually loose enough that they can take the chains off themselves. Right. right. 
So, yes. and yes. I know that's kind of a weird example going back to like my Catholic school well, upbringing. Very insightful, but... very Scorpio reflection. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm I'm kind of sad on some level too that you even thought that. I'm yeah. sorry, maybe I put you through that. No. Catholic schools to <laughs> get exposed to that. But whatever. I mean, very, very appropriate. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, I'll right. say that. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> maybe go sign up for some therapy. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> now get some therapy, Kate. Yeah. Well, the, let's just talk that devil card. I like to think of it as, and you, you, what you said, perfect. You can take these chains off. This you is can take feeling enslaved. And I see it oftentimes. Um, uh, in thinking in past tarot readings that I've done, that sometimes people think, I can't leave my job. I yeah. need that money. I need that insurance. They get enslaved to possessions. They get enslaved to a certain lifestyle. That Yeah, that lifestyle does dictate that you need X amount of money. Right. But if you change your lifestyle, oh, I don't need that much money. Now I have freedom. I can go do something maybe I really want to do with passion. And you can build a new career up. So uh, there's the trick there, is not getting too attached. Over-attachment to anything probably is not good. Well, I was going to say, yeah, that can go to the darker side of things like drugs, alcohol, like oh. the greed that can come with money as well. So, yeah. um, But it is. It's about like where do you feel tethered? And if you really look at your situation, is it something that you could actually just remove it is it just right. a belief system that right. you were told or is it something that other people are telling you that maybe isn't even true yeah you bought in somewhere yeah and the devil is just trying to devil kind of holds you to hold you down i think you said the word tethered holds yeah. you down it locks you down so to speak and so it's go back to my if you get confused go back to my catholic school <laughs> upbringing God. and think like i didn't want to cuss because i thought i was going to go to hell <laughs> It tethered me. It tethered well, me to act you know a certain way yeah. because I was yes. afraid of the consequences yes. that weren't yes. actually true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably. <laughs> probably. But but it, I like to think it kept you safe. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying <laughs> that I regret it or anything like that. I just think, to me, that's how I really understood the devil card and how uh, I can really help other people try to understand it as yeah. well about something that you were told that's it's true. So maybe you were raised in a family and the divorce wasn't allowed. Divorce right. oh, isn't yeah, allowed. And you're right. thinking, I can't get out of my marriage because divorce right. isn't allowed. Right. Oh, no, those are, that's a big one. That's a huge one. That would be like a devil example where it's mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. but is that factual? Yeah. I mean, this could apply to gender issues. It could apply to even financial, that poverty is good. Poverty is, you know, yeah. you know, and finally realizing, no, oh, there's nothing wrong with having money, you know, I mean, right. oh, it breaks through a lot of areas. So big one, but they're all Scorpio, Scorpionic. We've kind of covered Scorpio today. I think it's a, my favorite sign because yeah. I am one. Yeah. And I certainly can see um, how I've played out some of these things we've spoken about today. That's so. right. Your birthday will be, is this week. It's coming up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So I'm, I'm, I always look forward to that. Absolutely. Well, we hope everyone has a very safe um, and happy Halloween, and we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Okay, take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.